to stay hot now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we're back in it again for another episode of Change Agents. My name is Caleb. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and today we have our amazing guest, one of my great friends, Summer Joe, uh, creator of Everyone Eats Foundation, S. Joe Studios, so on and so forth. So excited to have you here. How you feeling, well, thank man? Thank you. Uh, I'm great. Good, I good, one, right? good, good. Summer, it's, summer eats. Oh yeah, summer, summer eats. eats. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Research Ooh. bars. Okay. Yeah. So you know crazy. about philanthropy? <laughs> yeah, I got it. Yeah. So um, I'm excited for this conversation, man. Like I would say, like just knowing you over the years and like the foundation that you built um, in photography and food, um, so on and so forth. Like a lot of people have been, um, you know, working in the culinary industry, but you've been able to like tie in your photography into your culinary work as well. And then also tying in the nonprofit aspect is just like dope to me. So like, I just wanted to talk about that. Like getting your start in like photography, like what was that like for you? Big joker, little joker, ace. <laughs> she just do everything, man, so. I mean, so with as far as photography goes, yeah. um, from all the family reunions, any family events, I would always have the Kodak disposable yeah. camera. Okay. And I love that magic of one, just waiting for what did I capture and seeing those albums and creating them, uh, those memories. Yeah. And just having that superpower to freeze that in time. So uh, my grandma helped me get my first camera. It was a small, tiny little Panasonic okay. camcorder yeah, that I took yeah. everywhere. And then yeah. uh, in college, I invested in my own camera. Everybody was team Canon. <laughs> and I had my A55 Sony and yeah, um, yeah. got into sports photography from playing sports all my life, but I had to retire early. What, what sport? Track, softball, tennis, soccer, basketball, so, volleyball. Bro, she had the Sonys before Sony became like really popular. Yeah, like, yeah Fish over there like championing her right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, so like, what was your, uh, like your first year that you had like a Sony? Cause like for the people who don't know, man, like, man, like <laughs> me and Summer go back, bro. So like, I would say like 2014, 2015, like we were shooting for the Falcons. Like mm -hmm. she was working with a different organization. Um, I was on the sideline shooting with the Falcons directly and it was just like dope. We shot that whole season up into the Super Bowl together. So like just seeing the way she worked back then, bro, Which was just crazy. Bowl? Huh? The 28 and 3? What's mine? Which oh, Super Bowl? No, 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 stop. No, no, no. Mm -mm. Uh, no, he's trying to be funny. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. It, 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 it was that game. It was that game. But like that whole season, bro, like she was. Bro, that game. Not to cut you off. That game has come up three times since last night. Right. Because, because uh, that's what Ish and Cody met at that game. That's crazy. That's a lot of history in that game. So they met at that game working in, I think they were working for some medical company. And the medical company uh, had like a, they took all their trainees and stuff to the game. I was like, man, y'all met on a tragedy, huh? <laughs> and then to bring it full circle, our partner in our studio, his name Trent Brown, mm -hmm. he played in that game for the Patriots. Did you see? That's that, his first uh, Super Bowl. I didn't even know Trent played in that game. Yeah, that's, that's his first Super Bowl. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yep. Did you see that uh, Tom Brady is now working with Delta? No. Thought that was pretty crazy to yep. see. That is crazy. That makes that makes great sense though. So you you told me your grandmother uh, gave you your first camera. I didn't even know that. Mm -hmm. so the grandma like, that you canceled on today. I did not. <laughs> she was supposed to go with me yesterday. And she tried to reschedule. I'm the, I'm the problem child on the podcast. I'm just going to let you know now. So every let me little, Granny Joe. Every, every <laughs> chance I get, I'm poking. But go ahead. So, like, your grandmother got you your first camera. Mm -hmm. At what age did you get your first camera? 
I think I was eight because at 11, I made my first business card. That's crazy. <laughs> it's people that's 30 that ain't even, never mind. But go ahead. <laughs> I made my first business card and I started yeah. uh, shadowing photographers at weddings yeah. uh, from family and friends people who that were getting 30 married. That don't shadow, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> and then I added on to photography, added on graphic design, consulting, creative consulting, uh, culinary, um, and event planning. Yeah. And those business cards have transitioned from 11 from 11 years old to college was when it was like my final, my final uh, business card. Mm -hmm. But yeah, going into college was when I invested into that camp, that Sony, I think it was 2012, 2013, because mm -hmm. the school gave me a, a Canon Rebel and it was so crappy. <laughs> I mean, sorry to the Canon fans, yeah, but nah, I was shooting nah, basketball honestly, and yeah. I couldn't do it. I, yeah. well, I, I could, I just, it, I was frustrated. Yeah. So I did my research and found a camera that I liked that worked for me. Right. And even on the sideline with the yeah. Falcons, those big AJC shooters. Yeah. You getting that with that crappy thing? Yeah. Like, first of all, don't hate you. Yeah. See the work. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> see the work. Exactly. exactly. But they see the Sony and they just like, oh, she not, she not nice. Because it and did then look they see a little. The photos and she would go crazy. And so. now, yeah. Everybody's trying to get. Everybody, everybody, everybody loves Sony's now, but mm -hmm. she was on the wave ten years ago, basically. <laughs> I, I hate. I hate that fish is here for this <laughs> for this conversation. So Fisher, Fisher loves Sony, and he's he swears he swears by it. He's gonna make me buy probably four, three more of them. Come on. But <laughs> but one thing I want to do just to, just off of that, but on camera, on camera, like I want you get your eyes right. Photography, graphic design, chef. Mm -hmm. It was another one that you just said. Creative consultant. Creative consultant. Mm. How much you gonna charge us to just go and hire you oh, as a package deal? No, I need no we... camera. I need... <laughs> <laughs> What's the budget? You can get on. Right, right. So What's I can tell budget? you how much the, I can do. The favorite, <laughs> the favorite, uh, favorite best worst question in creative. <laughs> land. Right. What's the budget? Niggas never know the budget somehow. <laughs> uh, but no, nah, that's dope. I think, One stop uh, shop. Yeah. How do you think your family, your upbringing incentivized you? to be so like courageous to do all these different things. It's funny <laughs> um, because a lot of, I've been doing everything I do since I was a child. Like you let my mom tell it, I planned my first event in kindergarten, came home with pockets full of change from selling invitations <laughs> to my <laughs> birthday party that was in September, but I was selling them in March. And <laughs> that's fire. I believe but that. My family was so chaotic and we always had just big events from cookouts to reunions to birthday parties, uh, whatever. And I'm just, it might have to do with me being a Virgo, whatever, but I organized it all. I just love to write everything down. I mapped everything out. I created those, uh, froze those memories in time. And to the point I couldn't wait till it was my turn to plan Thanksgiving. Couldn't wait till it was my turn to plan the next family reunion. Um, I just love to do it and didn't know that that would be my career path, but it just all fell into place. So you got a birthday coming up. Or did it just the 17th. <laughs> hey, yeah. Happy birthday early. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Don't know, know what I'm doing, but I might uh, figure it out after this. I was going to say, you're not going <laughs> to your birthday plans. Um, September's a bad month for me for birthdays. Because so many of us. Cost me a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> it uh, is a lot of us. Just like yeah. Saturdays, my mom, this upcoming Saturday is my mom's birthday. And my mom is a twin. Her, her twin sister is deceased, but you know we still celebrate mm -hmm. for both. Mm -hmm. Then you know I just got a lot of September joints. So you know I guess yeah. I, I guess I like Virgos. I'm not big Can't on astrology. 
But you know, like, New Year's was a great time for a lot of people. Yeah. So I, I really want to talk Definitely. about like what was that transition like for you? Just diving more into just your culinary skill set. You know, like I know you started out with photography, but like mm -hmm. when did you really <clears throat> just pick up like you know the value that you bring <clears throat> as a chef? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like, what was that process like for you diving into that? So. <laughs> How old was I? I was probably seven. Mm. A lot of everything started when I was really young because right. I spent a lot of time with my elders, my great grandma, my grandma. Uh, my grandma taught me how to bake. My great grandma taught me like all the skills I needed in, in the kitchen. My mom taught me how to survive, like making grilled cheese, yeah. doing the uh, real. I call that <laughs> I call that college cooking. You know? <laughs> I can college cook. Boiling water. That's you know? as far as it, as far as it goes. <laughs> how to turn the oven off. Yeah. But uh, my great grandma <laughs> taught me. <laughs> my great grandma taught me how to like fry chicken, uh, make the collard greens, like all the soul food that I know and love. And how it all started was when she was watching me. You know, I'm watching her stories with her while she in the kitchen. Um, and she's like, you hungry, baby? Yes, ma'am. Well, you need to get your ass in here and learn how to cook. Yeah. And, and learn how, how to cook. That's Um, And I just enjoyed it. I love, like, I consider myself an all-around creative because I love to figure out, okay, what flavors can I mesh together? Okay, try this. See, my family just likes to eat. They don't care how it looks. So one Thanksgiving, I made it all cute. You know, it was all gourmet, looking real good, like Food Network. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was good. They loved it. But they're like, what is taking so long? You don't have to look cute. It just needs to be good. Like but lingerie. <laughs> <You see? laughs> I told you on the problem. <laughs> Travis that kind of started it. And I, that's when I uh, even compared my family to Gordon Ramsay because yeah. they were my toughest critics. And I just love that challenge of them making me better and making me want to make it uh, like the best thing they've ever yeah. tasted. Yeah. So. Uh, then that's when I started Summer Eats, just having my socials on Sundays in my living room. So that's what year? That was 2014, 2015. How much of that do you think is your love for cooking versus your love for hosting? You know, I think it all goes to a love for hosting um, because I love to see people having a great time, enjoying themselves, uh, coming as strangers, leaving as friends. And j that whole of, it's not about... Uh, However, that quote is about how they, how you made them feel. Yeah, that's what yeah, they remember yeah, yeah. most. Yeah. So I think I, I think that is I like that question. Yeah. I think that's it. Try, I mean, because people always ask, like my mom yeah, always asked too, what's your passion? And I've always enjoyed serving people, yeah. whether that was through <clears throat> any of my my assets. And so, with, from the hosting standpoint that he mentioned, um, that's how you was able to curate everybody, mm -hmm. everyone eats themselves, mm -hmm. and um, other events. So just to dive into that, like, what was that process like transitioning from like Summer East to everyone, you know, East Foundation? Um, so, so Summer East started in my living room from like 15 people, then 30 people. At this time, my living room in this apartment was like on the first half floor. So I had like a yard situation mm -hmm. too. Um, so when it was getting over capacity, I just opened the windows and used the yard too. Um, <laughs> yeah. and then I had a friend that, uh, offered a garage space warehouse where we turned that out, moved my living room, not so physically, but, yeah. um, transitioned the concept into this warehouse where it hosted up to 200 people. But how that transition was after every summer eats, we'll have a conversation, um, throwing the ball around as a mic and have like deep dive into what is going on in our community? How can we really um, 
be the change we wish to see. Because everybody likes to talk, but not many people are about that action. Right. So that's kind of how that transitioned to where people who were about the action stay behind. Because I would always like package up food um, and then take it to my friends under the bridges because I lived in Metropolitan and I would see the same people all the time under the same I love that you call me wash. your friend. Because it can happen to anybody. Right. Um, there was even a time where a lady asked me for a job. Somebody just asked for an umbrella. Just simple things versus like change. Um, even the people that just like, look, I just want a beer. Mm -hmm. But um, that grew from one person staying behind to help me to five people to 20 to it was a solid core team that stayed every time. And then yeah. that's how the first board of Everyone Eats started. It was, it originally was Everybody Eats, but um, uh, Kelvin and... Um, California, who fed the deer, he had that name first. So then we yes, used everyone you. eats yeah. um, to be politi politically, politically correct. correct. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Um, what year is this? So it that was. you officially started? Incorporate. Okay, everyone eats and officially started in 2016, was incorporated in 2017 of June. Um, That's six years. Yep. Yeah. And you know what's like, because you know, I did my research and I went to the website and um, you know, seeing how many people you fed since the pandemic or mm -hmm. during the pandemic, how many volunteers you had, how, you know, you got a partnership with Blue Anthem, um, and Anthem she, Blue Cross Blue Shield. Mm -hmm. And on top of all of that, she has a building, which is like pretty, pretty dope. Just like from where we started from like a couple of volunteers. Yeah. Uh, and, and again, like just from us being in the space that we've been in, mm -hmm. it's a lot of, it's, it's a process. Mm -hmm. It's a lot that goes into it. Like, mm -hmm. what's... <laughs> What's, what's that process been like, kind of like, you know, operating out of the building, like building it to where it needs to be and stuff like that? That's still a, a work in progress. Um, Tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm let you know. But like literally during the pandemic, that was the most challenging and crazy enough, the busiest time while the world was supposed to be closed. Um, because, I mean, there was still a need, um, even event wise, like from doing photography and events and catering, that was busy too. But um, with the volunteers, there were some days I was doing it by myself. I'm packing yeah. 100 meals in my car um, by myself. And there was one time I was like, okay, I can't keep doing this by myself because yeah. it got a little dangerous. I'm like, if something happened, nobody would know. Nobody yeah. would know. Um, but through the pandemic, when I heard everything was about to shut down and just knowing, and then at that time I was in Pittsburgh, I was always in the hood. My mom can't stand it. But um, I kind of like to be near where... I need, you need to be where the need is. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. born and raised in the spots, I had no problem with going away. Um, everybody yeah. was like, why don't you move to Buckhead? Why? Yeah. Uh, shoot, at this point, Buckhead's more dangerous than Bankhead. That's so. a fact. Yeah, yeah. And people ask us that when we got the studio. Like, mm -hmm. even, you know, some of the Y'all early... Y'all going to the West End? Early like, people we asked yeah. for when we were trying to get investors or even just, mm -hmm. like, creative, like... Especially at that time, because I think everybody, <clears throat> everybody was getting like the PPPs and all this. Stuff I was that scared we, to do that. Stuff we, did, we were too. Like, <laughs> this is too good to dirty it up, mm -hmm. essentially, right? But, you know, everybody was opening up buildings and trying to start companies and getting all these plush uh, spaces <clears throat> in Midtown and, you know, doing all the cute events. And I'm just like, but yeah, we want to make money, mm -hmm. but... Our goal is to empower the people mm -hmm. without the resources. Mm -hmm. right. So how can we do that if we're so far away mm -hmm. from the people who need the resources? Mm -hmm. yeah. It just didn't make sense. Yeah. Now, granted, we found a nice big building, um, but we're in the West End. And even as we scale, our plan is 
you know, it's some some red tape we got to work through. Mm -hmm. But our plan is to always keep this location mm -hmm. because of where it is. Yeah. Cheers to that. I mean, just to pick it back up that, man, like, and I'm going to command Trav because, like, it's a guy that comes around. I'm not going dis to disclose who it is, but, mm -hmm. like, he just walks by all the time. And Trav brought him in. I was like, look, like, I can help you out by getting you to clean floors or, or, or anything. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Just put some money in his pocket. So just being in this area just helps mm -hmm. just to give mm -hmm. him access in that way. And, so. and like, it's, I think he's been so consistent that even when he come and we don't have anything for him to do, and he said, well, can you give me $10? I know that probably that $10 is probably going to get a beer. Yeah. Like, sometimes you can see it on him. Yeah. And then sometimes I can see, you know, you have, you're having a clear day yeah. type yeah. thing. Yeah. I'm going to still yeah. give him the $10. He show up more than people who don't yeah. have his circumstances. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I, it's community. We got community can't just be, you know, cute and corporate. And you yeah. really never know what somebody's going through. You never know. You never know. A lot of people um, are quick to judge. Yeah. So, like, what was that? I guess I want to take it a step back. Like, what was the core thing for you to really dive into really helping people at its core? You know what I'm saying? Outside of photography, outside of, like, cooking, just helping people. Like, what was that? I guess it all goes back to, everything goes back to how I grew up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but, I mean, like I said, growing in the area that we did, even though I was surrounded by black excellence, I was also surrounded by us getting by, baking it with what we had, doing the best of what we had. And yeah. um, then I had cousins and uh, close family who, it made me so sad to see how they were just so set on waiting for help. Oh, we're going to use this or welfare this or food stamps. And I ain't going to hold just, I, I do want some food stamps. I be hating sometimes. Hey, anybody want to? Right. You got some for sale. You know? <laughs> but I was just seeing this need, even to seeing, uh, family becoming, you know, suicidal from struggling yeah. and to uh, being incarcerated because they felt like they had a better living situation in yeah. jail versus on the streets or right. where they were. And I'm like, okay, what are we waiting for? Yeah. And I noticed everyone was just waiting for a handout. I'm like, look, we are in a position to where we can help ourselves, but exactly. people just didn't see it. So where it's grow as simple as growing your own food, mm -hmm. as simple as um, just drinking water even. Yeah. So I... That was kind of some of the things I started doing, just putting a case of water in my, in my car. If I saw somebody, I would hand them a water. They'd be more thankful for that than the change. Um, then the first Everyone Eats event was a BYOB, Bring Your Own Bread, and it yeah. was our sandwich-making event. Oh, that's um, hard. Bring Your Own so Bread. It yeah. was bread she and curate, sandwich She curated good-themed events. You know what I'm saying? The, <laughs> like, branding, the branding has always been on point. I will say, <laughs> like... I, that's one of the things I noticed, not to stop the story, but you just did... Um, Another event, a fundraising event in June. I can't remember. Was it Finals, Vines, and Vibes? Yes. And I'm just looking, I'm like, this is, it's like super catchy, but it's not like over the top. It's like mm -hmm. perfect. Yeah. So you do a real, thank you. Good. You have a real good way of like putting the messaging in a way that is, that is catchy, mm -hmm. but it don't feel like cliche, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. It's yeah. like, it's the nuance in it. So yeah. you have a good, good eye and ear for that. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want to get into, you know, the starting a, a business, then getting a mm. company, mm -hmm. and then having another business already running. All of those things are like difficult times. Ten starting a nonprofit mm -hmm. is even bigger. So like, I work it ain't with for everybody. It ain't for everybody. Voice. It definitely ain't for everybody. 
Um, and I know what Jay Z song is. I know what song that's from. That's a bad. That's a bad song. It's probably one of the worst Jay Z songs ever. But <laughs> and I love Jay Z. I got a Rockefeller tattoo. Got a hole. But um, I work with King Randall. Come on, come on, uh, change this, bro. But go ahead, go ahead. I'm talking about. Yeah, come What's on, up, bro. Man? Pull like, Lenny, Lenny know me. But um, <laughs> I worked with King Randall, and he started the Exo Boys, and out of Albany, Georgia. He's my son's cousin. Um, and then, you know, it's a all boys, it, it started out as an all boys, like after school program, mm-hmm. but he was doing that three years before he ever thought about 5013C mm-hmm. and then opened a school for those same kids, all boys prep school. That's when he started getting into the 5013C mm-hmm. territory. And then you realize one, that it's a whole lot of jargon and applications and red tape mm-hmm. and, and, and tax deferred information you gotta have, all this stuff you gotta have to help people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I, too. I can see some of it is like people like take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. But then you also look at, and I don't know if you dealt with this, maybe you tell us, even when you're doing it, you're trying to do it the right way and you're trying to do something selfless. Once you kind of start getting shine for it, yeah. You get pushback for yeah, it. Yeah. That happened this earlier this year even and it was a pretty hard time. Cause like I was telling, I I just like to do the work. I don't <laughs> care for the spotlight. I don't care for yeah. the whole glitz and stuff. I'm like, look, I just want to do the work. So from even with the ribbon cutting and having that literally all over the news. I'm going going to grocery store. Oh my gosh, I saw you. Oh my gosh, you did too. (laughs) I mean it's great. I'm just not It's like a gift and a curse. You need to awareness. I'm a behind the scenes type of person. You gotta get a spoke first. Uh, yeah. But you need you need the awareness to build the right network and and resources. But on the other hand it's like that's not what I'm doing it for. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's the pushback I was getting. People thought I was doing it for clout, doing it for all this, oh, you oh you think this, and oh, just a lot of negative. Yeah. Um, energy around that. And it's just like, that's attention. not even what she's doing it for. Right. You know what I mean? And it's normally from the people who... Who need it most. And what do you think that is? I think it's education. I'm going to always go into education. I'm going to always go into messaging. That's why mm-hmm. your messaging <laughs> sticks out to me. But somewhere along the journey of Black culture and you know impoverished communities we get taught that the person that can help us that's from here is the person we should fight the most but on t- to piggyback um, <laughs> it's interesting because with that being the case it's not until somebody co-signs that everybody f's with like right. for instance say little baby wants to do something oh right. oh yeah we support it but i was already doing this yeah yeah exactly and exactly. you knew it yeah. It's not like you became aware of it because of the little... It's like all right. of a sudden they forgot. Right. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, this person approved it. So, like, now I'm going to, like, mess they with it. go from hating to and being a bigger supporter. Exactly. Oh, yeah, I've known them from way back. And, it, and it's just like, no, nah, I don't... And don't then if you don't now. let them get that off, now they hate you 10 times more than they did yeah. before that. It's such a, it's such an unfortunate thing, man. But, yeah. you know, and that's why, like, even when we do stuff here, the first year we didn't have a website mm-hmm. by design. Because it was literally the same thing. Like, number one, we wanted to really get in and plant our feet mm-hmm. and, you know, get systems in place, which is a, a, a constant process. You're going to always need to redefine. I made my first website in 2016, 2015. But even before that, I didn't really do much promoting. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, a lot of my success came from word of mouth. 
Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And granted, I got Caleb, so mm -hmm. the word of mouth kind of <laughs> travels a lot. Mm -hmm. But that's what I was, I was telling him. Like, I don't want to just be another person pushing. Oh, I'm an entrepreneur. Look at us. Mm -hmm. And but it was people who knew that whole time. Mm -hmm. Caleb come in here and shoot, you know, five T Pain videos though, <laughs> and they the first ones in our DM. They don't. Like y'all don't even, right. y'all don't think we think about this. Like mm -hmm. I only hear from you when we post the star content. Yeah. We could post 15 change agents. Yeah. We could post anything. Mm -hmm. The yeah. minute we post little baby or one the, of those. The, the energy is different. And it's just like, yo, like just, just make it make sense. Just be consistent yeah. with what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever, you know, just stay on whatever side of the fence it is. Don't be <laughs> bouncing back and forth. That's my whole thing. But. I mean, just I'm gonna to, still help. I'm gonna still be there, but for sure, for sure. It's just as you know, far as people want to be let in and get all close and yeah. getting the benefits. No, exactly. And I'm gonna help you, even if I, if I know you don't like me, mm -hmm. but the form of service you need, yeah, is is where my heart is. I will still help you. Yeah, like it's gonna probably not be to the capacity that I would for somebody else. Mm -hmm. But if if my enemy is on the corner. Or at the gas station asking for food, and I will the give them too. food. A lot of people don't hold themselves accountable, so they can't receive the help. 100%. They want something else. Yeah. They want you to not do it so they can say, tell everybody, look, see, they ain't a good person you think they are. Mm -hmm. Which is it's, it's mind-boggling. So I, I got something else for you too, bro. So she works with a school in DR. Um, let's talk about that a little bit. Like, what was that oh, yeah. process of even finding that school? Exactly. <laughs> you sleep. She don't, she don't, I don't sleep. Bro. I took she, a nap earlier. And I know we both <laughs> had naps today. What's that? <laughs> it's crazy. Hey, man. That's why y'all <laughs> <hot. laughs> um, I've been up all day, so I don't feel nothing. But yeah, how did it start? Um, so, was it 2018, 2019? But I've always just, okay, gonna sound a little corny. Um, I love Michael Jackson. Corny alert. <laughs> but so like the song Heal the World, Make yeah, It a Better Place. Yeah. I, that really resonated with me. Yeah. And then Whitney Houston, I believe the children are our future. Yeah. Anyway, I love music. No, no, yeah, no, these, no, I feel these are great songs, but that's this, not, this, that's this, not. This, this <laughs> definitely kind of. I, but it, it, it wasn't that corny. Music influenced me. Music <laughs> I, I get it. influences I, I get me. It. You know but, um, it was a great song. And then, Jay-Z influenced in the man beer. In the, <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and then bringing so, it man in the mirror like yeah, it, either way yeah. I wanted this whatever I do to be on a global scale everywhere I go I want to make an impact so um, my co-founder was already putting together a retreat in DR and I reached out saying hey let's include a community service uh, wing to this oh yeah I like that okay bet so um, we connected with the I guess middleman who was helping with the logistics of where we were staying and transportation. So we asked them, hey, where organizations or schools uh, can we connect with to make an impact? So then they let us know about um, a small school in Las Serenas um, where the government doesn't fund the education of these kids to uh, so where the teachers are working for free and they're volunteers and they're all, this, all the supplies are through donations. So we decided to adopt it. And we uh, took, we made an Amazon list. So we took a, a, a bunch of chairs, uh, school supplies, alphabet, letters, stickers, um, pens, pencils, 
markers, crayons, just a lot of school supplies. That's amazing. And, um, and it was so cute taking the volunteers out there. Uh, I think it was like 10 of us. Mm. But uh, learning Spanish together, because I didn't think about it like, oh, these babies don't know Spanish either. Yeah. <laughs> we're yeah. all learning it. So we're all like, yeah. uno, dos, tres. That's fine. <laughs> but, um, but I want to continue to do that. Like, yeah. um, I definitely want to expand to Africa. Mm. Uh, just shoot, like I said, global. Yeah. Global impact. You saying that one of our friends and partners, um, he owns a club in DR. Mm -hmm. And I just know just like the process of him <laughs> learning Spanish yeah. was like hilarious to watch. But it's also like things that we kind of take for granted. Yes. Yeah. It's like so in our minds, it's so minuscule or or it's like a, everybody knows English, but we don't know nothing but English. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and we don't realize how much we need to know English better language. and another language. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, you know, and I just watched them do that for a year. And I'm like, but I couldn't imagine a kid that grows up there that don't know it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But that's amazing. Um, I mean, they learn it at home, but that's like, think about kids in the hood. Slang. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I want to, I definitely want to connect y'all because I yes. feel like, yeah. you know, he's, we can keep it going. He's, yeah. he's a, a two, he's three a hour giving, drive. He's one of the most, giving compassionate people I ever met. He also is like probably one of the like best fighters I know. But you know <laughs> Shout what I mean? <laughs> but you know I want to definitely connect yeah. that. Um I had to stop myself, dog. I almost yeah. had an inappropriate comment. <laughs> when, when, when she said man it's not really inappropriate. I just my brain a little crazy. And you know how you was like, you know, music influenced you and you ran through these songs. And when you said man in the mirror, I'm like, damn, I wonder did that help her forgive Chris Byrne. <laughs> I don't know why my brain went this there. Crazy. When it comes me. to drama, all that stuff, I, that was a be great people. performance, though. What when Man Chris in the Brown mirror? did? Man in the Mirror was crying. That's how he got his forgiveness. Come on, man. I, I, Put the clip I, in. I don't remember that. Oh my god, he was working. <laughs> Put the clip in. What was it? BT Awards. It was BT Awards. Yeah. It was like you know, yeah. once he he wanted to date Rihanna again, and he had to. No, get all punishment. So he was crying. It was great. We're going to put the clip at the bottom yeah, of the screen. Okay. I'm not really a Chris, we're gonna I'm not really a Chris Brown <laughs> fan or anything, but, you know, it is what it is. Now, a little more of my craziness. Okay. I'm you know what? Before we get into the crazy, I think you're the perfect person. So we're trying these new segments out. I think you're the perfect person for this segment. Okay. We have a segment called Business Loan. Okay. And all it is is you giving... Pers a person business advice because really information is currency. So mm -hmm. if you miss queen of 17 businesses on three continents and, <laughs> and a nonprofit with, and, and county and, and, and you lettered in five sports and all these different things, what's the best advice you can give someone to start a business or start something that they've been putting off? Write it down, create a skeleton, make it make sense organize, find those people to either become your uh, investor or influence or some type of mentor. Uh, talk to people, not anybody though, somebody to offer that list of your research. Um, and now I'm really not the biggest fan of getting a loan. I don't like to owe anybody anything. Um, but also, so I'll go back on that, save, save, save. Really think about what do you need what do you, versus what you want and live below your means um, and really um, invest in yourself. 
I think that's pretty solid. Yeah. Learn and just you, do it. Learn yeah. what you need versus what you want. Yeah. Hey, man. Bars. Hey, man. Should have been the first sentence of the Bible. <laughs> crazy. What's you know, your my business first event, um, not my, first, my first business was called Summer Everything. It was a website where I sold some of everything. And my mom helped me with that. Again. <laughs> just tagline. Why you, was, don't do, why you don't do graphic t-shirts? That's coming. That's coming. E-commerce dropping. My, my, my business yeah. line advice is essentially study it before you start it. Mm. Study exactly mm -hmm. what it is. Like before I picked up a camera even to do photography, I spent like I would say three months just on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Like understanding what a camera is, like what it does. Is this something that I really want to invest into? Right? Then I will study it for a certain amount of time to mm -hmm. see if I really even like it for real, you know what I'm saying? Versus it just being like something I'm excited about in the moment. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And that's Deep two research. very different things. We all know that. Um, that's why so I can't study edit. it before you start it. That's why I can't edit. <laughs> it's like my mom always told me, if whatever you choose to do, make sure you're the best at it. Right. Right. I did a lot of research. Like I love Annie Leibovitz. Yeah. Uh, I actually tried to call her yeah. uh, back in college when I was uh, doing my senior project. Yeah. But, uh, I called, um, I called Condé Nast and I got to talk to Anna, um, but Anna, the photographer, she couldn't, yeah. she wasn't available. So yeah. then I asked for a job and she laughed at me. Um, right. But I mean, probably get a job now. yeah, probably. You don't need I mean, one. You got nine business. I can, I can probably I still, stay in one. You like I still got, <laughs> I got, I got seven free hours a week. <laughs> <laughs> um, my business loan advice is find out the. Figure out the people you need. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because we know what we need or what we want. You know, all of these things when people are like embarking on something, especially black people, we have this, I can do it all myself. Yeah. Figure out who are the people you need and how much they cost. Yeah. Because once you figure that out, number one, you won't try to underbid people. Exactly. And if you underbid people, then you're not gonna get the best out of them anyway. Yeah. And sometimes you can say, hey, I know this is a 25, like me and Caleb was doing a bid for somebody the other day and we was talking about an art director, that's $2,500 a day. Right. Mm -hmm. I might know that coming into this, so I put that in my my budget or I put that in my pro my projections so I can raise that money. But I'm in that process, I might say, hey, you're a great art director. Here's my idea. Mm -hmm. I know you deserve $2,500 a day. I can pay you $800 and either give you equity or we figure out something on the back end. Mm -hmm. But I first got to know that I need an art director. And I first got to know that an art director averages this amount. So my my best advice is figure out who you need and how much they cost. Yeah. And then build that into your plan. Don't plan to figure out how to not need them because yeah. you're going to always need them. Can I add something? Go yeah, go ahead. Uh, one more, Jim or business loan yeah. is to just do it and build it. And with consistency, they will come. Because I think a lot of people, when you say building your team or finding those people to help, sometimes that slows you down Yeah. because you're going to keep on waiting for never. But the key thing, like you said, is just consistency. Mm -hmm. Just like really sticking with it. And man, we, we, we all know between the three of us, people who have been very inconsistent, but the expectation that they have of you be outside of what mm -hmm. they're Man. really showing up and doing. 
and providing for you. So just be consistent. Mm-hmm. Now I got to get into my bullshit a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> and I'm a, I'm a hypocrite for the question I'm about to ask you. Okay, as long as you know. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm saying it out the gate, but oh, I'm really man. asking you something to figure out if other people are better at it. People who are similar to me are better at it than me. You work a lot. You got a lot going on. How do you have a personal life? How, where's your work-life balance? Do you believe in it? So I feel like even when people say, some of you are always outside, actually I'm working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's, that is my balance. Like I, even the jobs I had growing up, I made sure there was always a benefit. When I worked for Marriott, I had my discount. So when I traveled, I had somewhere to stay for the low. 15-year Marriott discount member. 12. I'm not going to. Quit playing. Man, like, one of I, the best I, resources I ever had in my life. I, 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 I guarantee you. you, if she outside, it's for a reason. She ain't yeah. doing it just to do it's it. It's either I'm making money or about to make money. Yeah. Right. Is that, yeah. I got I to go meet the person that's going to help me make the money, yeah. or we already... But, that is my balance. And but I don't take Caleb nowhere with you. <laughs> I'm trying to keep up. I'm no. like, oh, where you at? I don't even be there. See, but this is the thing. 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 Family, friends, romantic, potential romantic, want to be romantic. Yeah. If Caleb go anywhere with you and take his phone out, <laughs> people are going to think you're having a vacation at church. I don't, I don't, care, I don't care where you go with him. Because oh, he's so good at visuals. <laughs> they, he makes everybody in your life <laughs> think you lying about being at work. I'm like, bro, we're working. Nah, bro, I seen Caleb's story. Man, look, <laughs> we're working still. I'm like, dog, do you know that he don't even like the video he just put up? That's just how good he is. <laughs> so just don't take Caleb and you'll be fine. <laughs> or if you take Caleb and you want somebody to do a movie about I'm where just you went. Pop up. Oh, you can pop up with us. You can pop up with us. You, you got way too many skill sets. You, you can go anywhere with us. <laughs> Um, my, my, my last question, um, what's your favorite, uh, game that you shot from Ooh. either that season or just in general? Yeah, I'll let you go first. When I, I got win the Super Bowl? To be honest, I ain't even shoot the Super Bowl, bro. Like they ain't even, so like, I was like on some like intern seasonal ticket sales rep type like shit. That was my role. I don't know if you got season tickets now though. Hey, look, man, you know. I, I can, can go down I, to can the I office. actually get those for my birthday? Uh, we play Green Bay. I got you. We'll talk about that. <laughs> um, I'm, but defi- what's, I'm what's definitely going to tie in one of, your re- <laughs> one of your services for these tickets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we got you. <laughs> but, my but, favorite. Yeah. Or, or what was just, that one? Oh, my yeah. gosh. What was the one where Vic Beasley got the touchdown? That was lit. Uh, that was, it was so unexpected. I, I forgot what week that was. Me too. I forgot who we were even playing, never, but that was a he favorite. He never scored? No, he did. He's, I'm saying, but he don't normally score. He's a he linebacker. Defense. Yeah, he played defense. He don't, you know, my 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 defense scores. We ain't got to talk about it. <laughs> we, we talk about the Falcons. Okay. okay. Yeah. So I, I think that was a dope moment. That was a big game. I remember being busy back, back then, man. Um, I don't and know. And I like the played. game where we played Colin Kaepernick. I, shoot, whatever team he was on. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, that was my moment. Forty <laughs> nine. Yeah, bro. So we played Colin Kaepernick. Like I got like some photos of Cap, mm-hmm. bro. That like I mm-hmm. never post. Same. And nobody has. And I'll show them to you. We're just going to do a little art show together. You didn't even show me this. You didn't even show me this. But we got some exclusives that nobody yeah. has. <laughs> like 10 years, 20 years, when they be like, Kyler Kaepernick going to be like up there with like, you know, whoever you want to call, like, we own that content. You know who else played with Kyler Kaepernick? Who? Trent. Oh, word. Trent, Trent got drafted by the 49. Mm. So 
I fucked my dog. I don't shout you what out. What up, Trent? I don't shout you out a lot. Hi, Trent. You know, yeah. <laughs> What's up? But, um, my question. This is my, I don't know if this is my last question. I'd be random. But you do 19 things. If you had to stop all of them but one for the rest of your life, which one would it be? <laughs> That's a trick question. <laughs> because She's for a one, politician. <laughs> no, because for one, I got to eat, so I'm always be cooking. Um, as a business, which one would you stop as a business? I mean, the one you would keep doing as a business. Cooking for yourself is not a business. Hey, 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 pause for a second. Hey, Reggie, um, you're, uh, I think the guest may be here. Okay, we're at 40. Um, Just uh, call him if you can. You see, call that number. That's, yeah, all right, Bless you. Again, <laughs> like I said, there. Uh, that's a trick question because everything I do, it all goes together as a one-stop shop from the event planning to the graphics to the photography to the culinary. So I'm just gonna put it. I'm just put it all. As, my creative services is. That's, I'm going to just keep doing I'm gonna that. I'm going to just let you dance. I'm going to let you dance. I'm, I'm going to quit doing that. Right, if so anything, not, I would so quit. So now I get to get another question. But I was saying, if anything, I would quit the, the, uh, the W-2 jobs and I'll keep my 10 on your I said facts. <laughs> I, said, <laughs> I, said, I said all of them but one. But that means I get another question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> as, oh, a, as a entity, you would come a multi-million dollar entity. Empire. Yeah. Or you find a love of your life for 50 years. You know, somebody asked this on Instagram if you had to you pick between both. your career or love. But that's what I was confused about. I'm like, my career is my life. That's it, what I say, too. I'll I never love you more than I love my career. It's literally, it's I do it naturally. I do it naturally. So it's just like, when, once I have a family, find the love of my life, it's all going to be all together. You need a drink. Huh? You're media trained. I'm not. <laughs> I feel like she danced out of breath. <laughs> I mean, she, she kind of answered that one. She's smooth now. But she danced now. She's smooth now. That's crazy. No, You've been, you been around the mail for real, she, huh? She's been, she been around the way. She, she, she know how to. Yeah. <laughs> around the way. <laughs> I'm leaving here with something. But, but, but no, it's been, it's been amazing having this conversation with you, Tommy. It's, it's like, it's been years since I've like actually seen you for real, man. We've so, been working. We've been working, um, but I haven't been like not seeing the work that you have been doing. Um, just as like a real friend, I'm proud of you. Got a lot of love for you. Excited for what you do moving forward. And again, I just want to appreciate you. And again, I'm just excited to highlight you as a change agent. So again, I'm Caleb. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it's been very great. You know. Yeah. You got on Iversons too. So, <laughs> I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't talk the shit you said. So I'm trying, bro. <laughs> oh man, all right, we out. Thank y'all for having yeah, me. Cool. Appreciate you.